Quick disclaimer, all information, content, and material of this podcast are the opinions of the speakers and is for the informational purpose only and not intended to serve as a substitute for the consultation, diagnosis, and or medical treatment of a qualified healthcare provider. Welcome to the Untethered Podcast. I am your host, Hallie Balkin. I'm a certified orofacial myologist, feeding specialist, and mentor. This podcast is all about getting your questions answered and collaborating with colleagues to bring you the most up-to-date information in the orofacial myofunctional therapy, tethered oral tissue, and airway space. I challenge you to keep an open mind and join my mission to get this information out to the masses. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 70 of the Untethered Podcast. Holy cow, 70 episodes. So exciting. This one happens to be part six of our business mini series. And today we're going to be talking about money and its connection to our profession or lack thereof. (laughs) Basically money in a helping profession. Um, And this one might sting a little bit. So I want you guys to brace yourselves. And I'm talking about this, a little disclaimer, because of conversations that I've seen come up, especially as of late in Facebook groups, um, specifically with speech language pathologists. But I think a lot of us do not know, actually I know a lot of us don't know our self-worth. And we have no idea what net worth even is. Many of us are not business professionals. We have not taken business courses. We don't even know the terms to look up. That's not me. I'm not that person. I did take some business courses way back when. I decided I didn't want to go into business as like a um, college level study, flipped over to education, flipped over to speech language pathology, and here I am. Uh, But I always knew I would own my own business, but I didn't really feel like I enjoyed the business classes and instead I became, you know, I went into the SLP world. So that's not the point of this podcast. The point is that, and like I said, this one's going to sting a little, so brace yourself. Your net worth is tied to your self-worth. Let that one sink in for a second. I will make the disclaimer that we absolutely need love and compassion in our businesses. But so often, this is all that I see, love and compassion, with a complete disregard for self-worth, like for you, the business owner, or the therapist, if you're not a business owner, completely disregarding yourself and your self-worth. And so many of us, this goes back to the topic of uh, so many of us have trouble charging our worth or heck, even knowing our worth. So, you know, we have trouble saying no and keeping to our hours that we've set aside to maybe catch up on other work outside of treating. We might squeeze a patient in that tells us that they need to be seen. You know, we may work longer hours because we feel like, well, we just can't tell anybody no. And like having a wait list is the worst thing in the world. Guess what? There might be another professional out there that can see them. You do not have to drive yourself into the ground to see all the patients, you know, and even if you're in an area where you are the only one, this is a good indicator that you might need to hire somebody to start taking on those other patients for you because you only have so many hours in the day. And if you are doing this, you do not value yourself. If you are working overtime, if you are letting people slip into your schedule, when you said you were going to use that time for a lunch break or a uh, report writing time or to catch up on notes or for a team meeting or for some or just to decompress and have 15 minutes to yourself or 30 minutes to yourself or an hour to yourself in the middle of your workday because you need a break, you do not value yourself if you're saying, oh, sure, just slip that patient right on in there. Now, look, 
if it's a once in a while thing and it's like like this patient comes and it's kind of an emergency and you're like, oh my gosh, like everything about my heartstrings is pulling me towards saying yes to this patient, that's different. I'm talking to those of you who do this on a regular basis, who take all your work home, never have time to go to the bathroom, eat a snack, eat a meal. You're just exhausted. You're literally driving yourself into the ground and you're lucky if your family sees you at night because you're so focused on your business and you don't know how to separate the two or you can't because you've taken on too much, right? So I really want you to take a good hard look at what that looks like for you. And this may even be true if you're working for somebody else. And that's also a hard conversation to have, but a necessary one. And something that I, you know, as day, from day one as a business owner, I vowed to always pay my therapists amongst the best in the area. I vowed to pay them for report writing time. And I have a system set up for that. And I know that they don't get that at other places that they've worked, um, or maybe it's been similar, uh, but there's also a lot of places where they just, they don't get that because the money's not there. And it really sometimes comes down to what the business is making and what they're able to pay you. And I can't speak to that. I can't speak to the people that you might work for, or those of you who might run a private practice who are completely insurance-based, and so you can't dictate some of this, right? Insurance dictates that for you. We're not getting into that today. And that is a different conversation. But maybe that's not the best setting for you if you're if you're driving yourself into the ground all the time, right? So I think there are some people who handle it really well and still maintain boundaries while working in that type of environment. And there's other people who will literally make themselves physically ill because they really run themselves into the ground trying to just do right by everybody, okay? So... Anywho, we got a little off track there, but that was I think that was an important conversation for us to have. Now, I've also been on the other side of this as the patient where I'm like, oh, can't you just squeeze me in? Like, can you call me if you have a cancellation? Can you do that? Like, really like wanting to be seen. And I get it. I get it because I've been the patient and I know that I sometimes I'm like, oh, I have to wait like a month to see the specialist. I've actually tried to not get annoyed with that in the past. Like I've had times when I, there was a specialist I was going to see, and there was a three-month wait list, and then COVID happened, and then it became basically like a five-month wait list. And you know what? I basically just threw my hands up in the air and went, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm. this is not an emergent situation, so sometimes with kids that we work with, like infants who are not eating, that's a very different story, but good news is that I have not found any shortage, at least not in my area, of IBCLCs or other practitioners who understand some of the work that I do and who are really great at working with these moms. And so I'm also able, I've been able to find the network of people that I can refer out to that I trust so that I don't run myself into the ground trying to serve everybody who calls me. Okay. And so that is valuing, valuing yourself and understanding self-worth from the, from a different standpoint of, you know, not just the money side of things, but like, how do you, how much do you value yourself? How much do you love yourself? Right. And I know that, again, is a very difficult conversation and an uncomfortable one for many. So because I think as a helping profession, we just have a hard time saying no and keeping to our hours like we talked about before. So the point here is that we need to learn to love ourselves and respect ourselves and ultimately value ourselves. And that is when you will truly have self-worth and you will allow money to flow into your life. Okay, you'll, you'll basically open the opportunities for that to happen instead of putting up the gate. And so, like I said, you know, you guys might be feeling a little bit of resistance to this topic, and that's okay if that's what's coming up for you. 
But what I want you to think about is the following, because when Jim Fortin, one of my mentors said this for the first time, it was like a two by four hitting me right between the eyes. It was like I stepped on a piece of wood and it just smacked me in the face. <laughs> okay, if you can get that image, it was a major wake up call. And I was like, huh, I gotta sit with this one for a few minutes. So here's what I'm, I'm gonna tell you what he told me. He said, if you have a gift, it is your responsibility to share it with the world. If you don't, you are doing others a major disservice. Okay, let that sink in. So if you're someone who is stuck behind something, some like limiting beliefs, like speech language pathologists and OTs don't make good money, or a registered dental hygienist can only work under a dentist and, you know, and we're all so underpaid or so on and so forth, whatever, like whatever your beliefs are, because that's what you've been told, that's what you've observed, that's what you've come to know, this is going to feel uncomfortable, but you have got to give up those thoughts. You have to give them up so you can change them and adopt new ones. And you have to ask yourself if you're willing to cut ties with your thoughts. Like, are you willing? Are you willing so that you can move forward into a new place in your life? And I really want you to tell yourself right now that you're ready to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb. Like that's step one, just being willing to get rid of the beliefs, right? Then figure out what are the beliefs, like what's coming up for you. And then figure out like, well, what what belief system do I want to adopt? And like, how do I... How do I move into adopting that? Is it as simple as just saying, oh, these are my new beliefs or do we need to do more work, right? And that's not something we can totally work through in a podcast episode today. In fact, if you're interested in that, I highly advise you go listen to Jim Fortin because he is uh, definitely a thought leader in this space and his podcast may really resonate with you if what you're hearing is something you're like, oh, I need to work on this, okay? So I want you to understand that you may experience cognitive dissonance while doing this. And like people are like, what the heck is that? Basically, it's like when you have resistance to making these changes because you're coming up against your own belief system, right? Like I mentioned before, you've got this new thought. It's the opposite of everything that you know to be true. And it kind of wants you, it wants you, it makes you want to like pump the brakes, put the car in reverse, right? Or just kind of like retract and resist any of these thoughts that are coming up or that I'm telling you are okay to believe. And this is why while change is possible for anybody, it's really hard for a lot of people. And many people don't survive in the business world or they work themselves into the ground trying to do so because of things like cognitive dissonance, trying not realizing that like, oh, in order to be successful, this is a belief system I need to work from. And well, no, I actually don't value myself. And nope, I don't think women should make money. And nope, I'm in a helping profession where we don't make money. Well, if you continue to believe those things, you will continue to stay where you are, right? You'll continue to do what you do. And that's if that's your goal and you're okay with that, by all means, cool, that's fine. No, no one's trying to change you. I'm just trying to give you the tools to move beyond this if this is coming up for you and you're like, well, how the heck do I get to the other side of the fence? Like, how do I move from point A to point B, right? What you can do, if that is you, if you're someone who does want to move beyond these thoughts and like adopt new ones, you can ask like, what is my purpose? Okay, because we talked about this. You're here to serve a purpose. So let's figure out like what that is if you don't already know. Write it down, put it on your mirror. I tell my clients this all the time about like new thoughts we want to adopt. Even with my Mayo program with like, reminding yourself to keep your tongue on the spot. We put sticky notes around the house. I'm very big on sticky notes, like wherever you might see them. So they trigger, like, um, you know, you kind of go like, oh, I'm supposed to do that. Oh, 
I, you know, that thought, right? Because the more you see it, the more you hear it, the more you read it, the more you experience it, the faster it will actually become part of you and you will actually adopt that belief and replace the old one, right? But you have to be willing to let the old one go first. So you can do that. You can write it down, put it on your mirror, remind yourself daily, like what your purpose is until it's something that you remember with ease. It just kind of comes naturally to you anytime you think about it or anytime you see the color yellow, if you're using a yellow sticky note or whatever, right? But chances are you already know your purpose, but you've been hiding from sharing it with the world. And that's what I want to help you change right now. And I get it. This is a very heavy topic, right? And And there's another heavy one I'm going to drop on you right now, especially because so many of us in this profession, at least in the Mayo world, the people who do the myofunctional therapy, who, especially when you're coming from like the speech language pathology side of things, and I believe even registered dental hygienists and um, OTs as well, we're very, we're a heavily uh, female dominant profession. (laughs) And so that directly ties into this whole subject of women and money. And I'm not going to apologize to the men who listen to this podcast. That's not who I am. So you can either, you know, click off or listen. But I do agree that we should put more money into women's hands. And I was recently listening to uh, an episode, a podcast episode by Brooke Castillo. And she did a whole podcast episode on like women and money. And it was just so spot on. Um, So I want you, you guys can definitely go listen to that if you're interested. But if you Two of my big takeaways, and like I had a ton, but two of my big takeaways that I completely agree with that I think are relevant here is that more money should be controlled by women and than it currently is. And two, um, that was the first one. The second one is it's okay to want more and it's okay to not just make money, but to make a lot of money. And again, that's probably uncomfortable for some of you to hear. Some of you are probably going, well, no, no, that's not why I got into this. I don't care if that's why you got into this or not. If things have changed, if you got into this profession because it's a helping profession, you knew it would make you some money, you knew it would give you the flexibility, you know, to do what you wanted with your life, you know, whatever that looks like for you, great. But sometimes our goals change in life and sometimes we want more and that's okay. It's also okay to want to make more money. That is okay. It's okay to ask for what you're worth. And it's okay for patients to pay you privately and not go through insurance. And it's, I mean, I could go on and on and on with the list of okays, but these are the kinds of things that a lot of people do not tell you. You're constantly hearing the other side of this and it becomes so deeply ingrained that people will cut each other's throats, like go at each other over these conversations on social media because of how deeply ingrained some of these beliefs are. So (laughs) let me ask you now, are you feeling okay? Are you still uncomfortable with hearing what I just said? Like what is coming up for you right now? Is this against everything that you believe or is this like right there in alignment with your beliefs? And maybe if it's in alignment with your belief, you already have a private practice that supports that and you're making money and you get it, right? You're like, yeah, totally, Hallie. Like I totally, totally get what you're saying because I agree with you and I have a private practice and I make money and I feel like I ask for what I'm worth. And there may be some of you who do that. Um, actually there will absolutely be some of you who do that. I know there are, because I know some of my listeners and I know that some of you are private practice owners and that you do charge your worth and that you are private pay. And some of you charge your worth and you are going through insurance companies. And, you know, many of you are very smart, savvy business owners, but I also think there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast who might not be there yet, um, or who want to be, but haven't really started down that journey. So, you know, take what you want from this as it applies to you in your life right now, and just learn to be okay with hearing 
that it is okay for you to value yourself, value your services, charge for your worth, you know, charge for what you think you are worth, right? It's okay to make a lot of money. It's okay to want more. These are the things that, that are not usually said to women. This is usually said to men, quite frankly. And so I'm here to tell you, ladies, that these things are okay and it's okay to write this down and put it in front of you and whatever that means for you because wanting more for one person can be can be completely different than another person. One person might want more time with their family. One person might more want more time at the gym. One person might want more uh, patience in their private practice. One person may want more vacations in their life. You know, I don't know. What more means to you based on where you're at in your life or what you want for yourself is up to you and that's going to change based on the season of your life that you're in. That can change from year to year. That could change from month to month. I mean, right now we're in the middle of a pandemic and our vacation got canceled and I was like, uh-uh, we, I need a vacation. Like I want more than I've got right now at home. Like I love my house, I love my family, but I need, I need a change of scenery. I want more, okay? And we're, again, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So I'm looking for a house that I can go to that's not my own or something that allows me to decompress and get away from the business and get away from being connected all the time so that I can re you know rejuvenate myself I can recharge myself I can just get ready for like the fall and homeschooling my child and all these other things that are now going to fall you know under my list of responsibilities and that's okay but I've also set it up so that I have the ability to do that and I did that because I knew it was okay to do that a lot of people feel very guilty doing those types of things a lot of people actually might think that I'm selfish for wanting those things or for doing those things. You know, they might think that I'm selfish for spending money on a vacation home for a week when there's people out there suffering. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And, you know, because I do a lot to give back to my community and I'm not defending myself. What I'm trying to do here is demonstrate for you that I'm doing what many men out there who make money might do, but a lot of people don't question them because they're men. And so this is going to get a little bit deeper into a different conversation that we're not going to go into right now, but I want you guys to start to realize and to continue to hear me say, it is okay to want more and it is okay to want money. It is okay to charge your worth, right? Okay. So I think, I think I've drilled that one in enough, but if it's, if you're someone who's near to new to hearing that, you probably haven't heard it enough yet. You might want to re-listen to this episode a few times. So remember, if it's making you feel uncomfortable, like figure out why. Why is that happening? What's coming up for you right now, right? Is this a, does this go against everything you believe? Do you want something different from yourself and this is like hitting some resistance? Because if that's the case, sit with this. Figure out why. Figure out what you actually want and go for it. Now, we've already spent time talking about me or about like how I was an overdoer and then how I basically learn to stop doing the busy bee work and so I could spend my time doing more valuable things, right? Things that would actually move the needle forward in my business and make me money. So what are those things for you, right? I want you to sit down and kind of figure out like, what are the, what's the busy bee work I'm doing? And I'm not talking about the admin things that have to get done. Most business owners that I talk to are doing some other kind of work or things to make themselves seem busy or things that they feel like they have to do. But guess what? There are things that you just, they don't make you money. You don't need to do them. They're just taking you away from your family or your friends or your gym time or whatever. And sometimes it's okay to cut ties with those things, right? So I want you to figure out what are those things for you? 
I encourage you to do that actually in a prior episode. I told you to get rid of one thing that, you, that you're doing that's not serving you. And so today I'm gonna encourage you to do that again. This time I want you to get rid of two things. Or if it's something that's necessary, but it's not something you need to be doing, outsource it, right? Outsource two more things on your task list. We already did one, now we're doing two more. That'll be a total of three. And these are things that you do not need to have your hands in, okay? So you may or may not recognize that doing one at a time is gonna free up more and more time for you. It's gonna help you to overcome that whole like control freak, type A personality, um, and any overdoing that we talked about earlier, because if you guys remember, I am that recovering overdoer and control freak. You're not alone in this. And, and it's even something I have to keep in check. Like it doesn't just come automatically. I still have to go back and physically make sure that I do not take on, that I don't say yes to too many things, that I don't take on too much, that I don't, uh, look, my brain is like a nonstop wheel of ideas that just flows to me randomly. And if I actually tried to implement everything that came to my mind, oh my gosh, like I wouldn't get anything done. Right, so sometimes we just kind of have to hit pause and be like, what is gonna serve me best and my patients best or whoever it is that I'm serving, my purpose, right? And what is not? And the things that are not are the things that need to either be removed or delegated out, okay? And the last thing I want you to ask yourself, right, is if you're going to let any of that resistance we talked about earlier keep you stuck, yet you tell yourself that you're gonna do this when the time is right or when you're ready or just not quite there yet. Ask yourself, what, when will that be? Like, when will the time be right? And mark it on a calendar. If it's two weeks from now, four weeks from now, like you're like, oh, I just gotta survive the next week and then I can think about this. Just gotta survive two more weeks and then I'll listen to this podcast episode again and I'll do it then. Fine, mark it on your calendar, that's cool. But I also want you to consider how much is it costing you in time away from the things that you love, the things that make you happy, the things that make you money, how much is it costing you to remain stuck, okay? Wouldn't it be easier to like push through a little bit of discomfort? Because I really think that if you're putting it off, it's out of discomfort or fear or something deep down that just is not feeling good to you, right? It's that cognitive dissonance thing that I talked about before. So it's, wouldn't it be easier to push through that and come out on the other side, like happier, healthier, with more self-worth, able to provide for yourself, your family, your patients, and like also be able to give back to your community if that's a goal of yours. Because I don't know about you, but I can tell you that part of the reason I even started my business, which I talked about in a prior episode, was to set up a life that I designed for myself and my family. But what I didn't mention, and I should have mentioned, was it's also to give back to my community. And I've been able to do that with my local private practice for the past six years since I opened the doors. And I've continued to do that with my online business that I launched in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of 2020, right? (laughs) So I I don't share these things to be, as my mentor James says, braggadocious. Um, (laughs) That word is always so funny to me. I share to show you what's possible for you in hopes that you realize that you are worthy of more and that it is okay to make money. And again, like Jim said, if if you have a gift, it is your responsibility to share it with the world. Okay, so I'm gonna leave you with that today. I would love to hear feedback from you all, especially, you know, the mini series as a whole. What did you get out of it? What was your favorite episode? You know, feel free to hit respond and email me um, if you got this in your email inbox. But, and let me know what you want to hear more of. If you want me to do more of these types of episodes, I'd be more than happy to. But, you know, just take some time to sit with everything from the past two weeks, the past six 
mini episodes and use it to help propel you forward. And if you're someone who's like, you know what, this has been amazing, but I really need more help with this or I need more help figuring out how to you know, do this in my business space or my Mayo space, specifically if you want more help with the Mayo side of things, um, we are launching the Mayo membership and we're gonna do a free training next week. It starts on Monday, um, Monday, August 24th, I believe. And it'll be in our Mayo Facebook group that we will link to the show notes. Be sure to join us. Again, it's free next week. Um, can't wait to see you in there because you know, you'll know you learn more about the Mayo membership. If you want to learn more about that, you can also go to uh, themayomembership.com to learn more about that as well. Again, we'll link that in the show notes for you. And we'll see you in the group. I can't wait to see all of your beautiful names, get to know your faces. The training will be done over Facebook Live, so it's it gets to be interactive, which can be fun. Um, and yeah, let's do it. Join us in the group. We'll see you guys next week. Real quick before you go, we are doing a free training with the Fast Mayo Screening Packet. Go to fastmyoscreening.com to get your copy and join us in our Facebook group, which we will link below. It is the Mayo membership. I want to up-level my Mayo game. Find that group, answer the questions. We will admit you. We're doing a free training from August 24th to 28th in that group. When you join us, you'll realize how much fun it can be to screen patients. So jump on in there, join us. We'll see you there. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want to hear more of these Mayo Tots airway and feeding related episodes, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or pledge a small amount on patreon.com forward slash the untethered podcast. If you found value, others you know in this space will too. So be sure to share this episode on your social media platforms and join us over on Facebook, on my Facebook page at Hallie Balkan Biz, on Instagram at, at Hallie Balkan. And you can head over to the untetheredpodcast.com to grab a copy of the show notes um, where you can also subscribe to be kept up to date on the latest podcast episodes. 